Hey folks, welcome back for another in this space, in this community, um, as I try to tackle the hottest topic of this week. And we got some things to talk about tonight. I'm very, very happy for the guests tonight. And I'm happy because um, one person, I absolutely consider him a brother, thus by affiliation, I consider her a sister. And he also kind of planted this idea in my head a while ago where he was like, man, you you, you know, you, you, you need a podcast I could be on. We, we got things we need to talk about. We always, we sidebar more than anything. I swear there's so much loose and just content out there floating in the universe that really could have been for show purposes. So this one's way, way overdue. And it's very special to have the two of them today starting off as they are both New York based cosplayers and content creators and some of the most talented folks in the community. And I must put some respect on both of their names because not only are they talented, they know they shit. And that means a lot to me. Starting off with my brother, Jake at Jake Cosplays on the Instagram. Jake, my brother. Yo, thank you for having me, brother. I'm so happy to be here. Pleasure. You know, we we have so many conversations about all these things that it's like it needs to be heard to a bigger broadcast (laughs) and opinions need to be thrown out there. And we need the people's opinion. That's right. That's right. Not the, not the people's elbow. <laughs> ready. You, you know, I'm going to embrace all of the wrestling. Oh, yeah. Here. You know it. You know it. <laughs> and uh, my sister finally getting a chance to pick her brain some. Rebecca at Rebs Della Disco on Instagram. Rebecca, how's it going? Hello, hello. I am super stoked to be here. I'm, I'm excited to be a part of the conversation between you two because I've heard many an awesome thing about the chats and I'm I'm like I'm excited I'm here I'm part of the trio I'm down I'm excited listen listen we need you okay because if, if you just let me and Jake go who, who knows how long this episode may be oh. <laughs> we may run it's out unhinged. of battery out here <laughs> but before we get into the topics I gotta ask now what, what what are you two working on any current builds or anything you just recently finished what are you bringing an awesome con that's coming up let me Ooh. know give me the scoop if you can ladies first okay well Awesome con. Um, thinking about introducing a little bit of classic Pokemon. Might be bringing Misty nice, for the first nice. time to Awesome Con. It's going to be pretty awesome. I'm also bringing Nezuko from Good Old Demon Slayer for the first time as well. Um, and a few other little surprises in there too. Uh, as far as big builds go, I mean, the whole reason we're here is to uh, talk about our good friend Doctor Strange and. Mm. Know, that post credit scene gave me a lot of inspiration for my girl Clea. So we, mm. you know, we're going to be building that too. Already awesome. have that in the works. Very excited. Awesome. Jake. Uh, awesome con. Uh, Spider-Man will be there. Ash for Misty. Mm-hmm. What else? I'm um, going to be unveiling Defender Strange. <laughs> I haven't even tried it on yet, but it's at my friend's house waiting for me. And I'm okay. sure it's going to fit. And I believe it's going to be great. And I've got nothing but faith. So that, oh, and uh, Zenitsu for Nezuko. And knowing me, something random that I just decided to throw together, probably some Naruto anime based, something like that. Yeah. Maybe a lightsaber just for fun. Who knows? Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. You can never well, go wrong with a lightsaber. Let's be yeah. real. <laughs> definitely give them a shout or hello. Be respectful. Um, they're always willing to take photos, but definitely be respectful. They'll be in the building, tat teaming it up at Awesome Con, folks. And um, like I said, two of the best in in the game. So you know they they they're, they're going to be shining. So make uh-huh. sure you get your photos for all our DC based folks who may not make it uh, or have chances to run into them. Um, but let's 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 get right into it. I'm, I do have some cosplay questions. We'll come back to it in a minute. But let's get right into the the, the juice of things tonight. Marvel, we love it. We adore it. We appreciate it. We're crazy about it. Yeah, we see you. We see you too with all the big premieres up in New York. I'm jealous because DC, we don't get all those cool premieres and whatnot. But you know, it's the fandom. It's the craze. We love it. We love it. And I think beyond us loving it, you know, pandemic has been really difficult for a lot of reasons. But I think one big thing is that you know we just got this whole slate of Phase Four things that was announced at um, San Diego Comic-Con 2019. And we got all these things we're looking excited for. And I was front row at San Diego. So nobody was more excited than me. And I was like, I, I need all of this. And the pandemic was like, so by the way, I got other plans for you all, but <laughs> <laughs> we're starting to get down to a little bit of normalcy as these releases are swinging back left and right and not only just in the bit screen but on disney plus we're getting a bunch mm-hmm. of new series and whatnot i think the schedules have been minorly tweaked in terms of what things were going to how and what things are going to be released in what order but nonetheless they're here in the big summer of blockbuster movies including marvel movies and projects are all here but that brings the question starting off with you rebecca does it feel the same? Do they still have the same magic? Is do you still feel the same butterflies you felt phase three and in previous as you as things are coming back now for phase four? You know, the nostalgic part of me wants to say, yes, of course, absolutely. You know, I'm still so excited for all the new things that are coming out. Um, I have this like wonderful anticipation, everything, but at the same time. The realist part of me is saying we've been waiting two years. The excitement and anticipation and the dates being pushed back and, oh, well, this director changed or this got cut or something, you know, all of these little changes and especially like the trailers kind of allowing a little bit too much information coming through. (laughs) It just doesn't it it leaves it lets the hype down a little bit for me. I can think of when, you know, you went to the movies to see Infinity War, when you went to see Endgame. And that excitement, oh my goodness, once. It's like a deluge of material. Um, So I have mixed feelings. I guess it's a short answer. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Jake? (laughs) Um, Do I feel like the craze is... I'll tell you what happened to the craze. The craze is definitely toned down for me. They have went away from what they began, the core values of, you know, sticking truer to the material somewhat and then doing their own thing a little. Now it's like, well, the fans are here and we want to reach a broader audience. So now we want to bring in more children since Disney owns everything. So it feels like everything's been Disney-fied a little more than 
I would like it to be, especially the recent Moon Knight. Absolutely. Like, there was barely any violence. And I'm not saying there needs to be, you know, broken skulls and stuff, but it's Moon Knight. Yeah. One who is, is a comic fan or even knows about Moon Knight, you see, okay, he's out there. He's a vigilante. He he put him work. I don't want to see the, the scene after he put him work. And then he wakes up like, oh, well, I, I don't know what happened, but there's five guys laid out. I want to see at least two of them get laid out. Yeah. It's, so them acquiring something like Daredevil has me a little scared. Like, yeah, Netflix really killed it with daredevil they blew it out the water i didn't i i did not care about daredevil prior to that i was like oh okay daredevil then punisher oh my god so if they have these properties now they have to match it they can't you know tone it down for the broader audience you can have your broader audience stuff like i'm sure miss marvel will have a different reach that they're going for and that's great but we need something too you have to feed everyone you know i know you have and you have more than enough food on your plate to feed all of us accordingly (laughs) everybody's gotta eat marvel we are hungry feed us yeah i'm just taking a quick look um just to add a little bit more context to the question here, when, you, when, when we look at phase four, we have Black mm-hmm. Widow thus far, that's released. Black mm-hmm. Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man, No Way Home, Doctor Strange, and we will be anticipating Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, come June. Black or, Widow yeah. came like three years too late. Oh yeah, it almost feels like it never even happened. Like <laughs> the only thing that was like current in Black Widow was Yelena. Yeah, and everything else felt like, well, what was like? It was it was a fun movie, but that would have been great to have like in between, you know, right before Infinity War or something like that. She deserved it that like I I was yeah. saying that too. Like it was just the the whole. I said it should have been during the blip when we they should have studied her psychology of you know all of the different things and sacrifices she lost going into her ultimate sacrifice and whatnot. But then, but then I go back and look at phase three real quick, and and, because I want to I want to build an argument really quick. Hmm. Starting off with Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy two, Homecoming, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Endgame, and Spider Man Far Far From Home. Already. Every one of those titles had some significance to me. Yes. Every release meant something to me. Yeah. Black Widow, we already just quickly just dis- discredited <laughs> that right away. Shang-Chi was amazing to me. Eternals also, I thought, was just very underwhelming. And then Spider-Man No Way Home was great, but I also have to come to the realization that it's also not now. It's Sony done said, well, we can stand on our own two feet now, so we're good, so we're out. So the whole Spider-Man thing was, well, that arc is done, so there's that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they look at how much money they make and say, oh, we still need the vehicle of Disney in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. I think they are very confident that their Spider-Man, Venomverse, whatever they're going to call it, is going to do things now, you know? Mm-hmm. But, so, okay. So that and Doctor Strange, that's one, two, three, four, five movies, and for me, one, two, three are already discredited. I I, yeah. I, I just don't look at Spider-Man No Way Home yeah. and think phase four. I just think like, oh, this is the start of the Venomverse. Like, things are getting popular. Right, right. Yeah. Now. yeah. I, I told Rev, Spider-Man just felt like a, a love letter to Peter Parker. Yeah. 
like yeah. a goodbye, like, hey, I love you, but I can't be with you, Thank babe. Thank you. Thank you. And I love <laughs> that, but also recognize where does it fit? I, yeah. I will never not love the fact that there were three Spider-Men. Spider-Men? Yeah, yeah Spider-Men yeah. in that movie. But <laughs> yeah, I completely am with you guys. Thanks for the nostalgia, but like, what's next? And then now you tease having Venom in the MCU. You did the little droplet of the symbiote. For yeah. for what? What are you? Oh, like you're teasing us for? Okay, so like, what does that mean? Secret Wars is coming. Like, what, what does this mean? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Does it even again, mean anything? <laughs> and and like, I always, I always, you know, when I when I try to like draw comparisons to what happened with Sony and Disney. I was like, well, let's let's talk about soccer now. You know, when you get a loan from a player, you say, oh, we really need that player because we're trying to win. And mm-hmm. when we're done and that contract's over, then you go back. And then that team's like, thank you. You know, either that player got a much bigger platform, got some yep. accolades on his back, you know, yep. stayed in conditioning. But after that, we're good. We can stand yep. on our own two feet now. There's no need for us to continue this deal. I don't care what the fans want. Us as Sony, we finally have established mm-hmm. that we deserve to be here. So we're going to do what we're going to do, you know? That's exactly how they feel. And I'm like, they could do that, but, like, take Andrew Garfield, do your thing with him, but leave Tom Mm -hmm. Holland over here. And everyone could be happy and getting paid. Absolutely. So also accounting for the television series, you have WandaVision, you have Mm -hmm. uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, you have Loki, um, and I guess we... At what if <laughs> the animated for right now? Oh, Hawkeye, I forgot, and Moon Knight. Okay. Sorry, we're getting to, and then we're anticipating Miss Marvel coming up very soon as well, too. Mm-hmm. Now, I think this is kind of what you was alluding to, Jake, is that like these series are there, but like, and you watch them, but like, if you didn't watch them, like, I don't feel like you missed anything. I don't feel like nobody's saying, like, oh my god, I can't wait till we talk about Doctor Strange in a second, but. I don't feel like nobody's going to be like, oh, my God, I didn't watch Loki. Like, this is the end of the earth. You go back to phase three. I cannot, besides maybe Captain Marvel, I can't think of one movie that you watched that you absolutely couldn't miss. Like, Civil War was absolutely a, a, it was a no-brainer you had to watch that. And just going down the list, I just feel like there was much more significance with these times, much more razzle-dazzle, much more. That uh, list was full of bangers, like. Yeah, everything was a hit. Yes. So, I hate to say it, but like, man, could James Cameron be right? And could this superhero jobber just be completely oversaturated and is lost its special, this special fashion to it? That's a. I don't want to agree with James Cameron. I, I'd like him, but I don't want to agree with him because this sounds like he was hating like a year or something ago. But now I'm thinking like, <sighs> I don't. I don't think so. Really special anymore. I, I think it's just they're they're trying to focus on trying to freshen things up too much. I feel yeah. like I could write a better a correlation of how these shows go together and what they're doing. I can go on Reddit and pick 10 people and we will write a better script than what we are being given. And that breaks my heart. Like, where are they? Where are they getting these writers from? The writers don't care about the material. They just want the check. They just want to work for Marvel. Cool. This is great. They don't know anything about what they're writing about. Clearly, Doctor Strange, they didn't. Oh, somebody must have not read the comics or or even watched his first movie or anything. Like Mordo, what happened to him? We got nothing on Mordo against him at the end of the first movie. He's against all sorcerers. He's on a mission. So what happened? Yeah, like he's on an assassin mission. So what happened? And if they cut out the scene of Wanda cutting his head off or whatever, why? 
Yeah. Why? Give it to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's no cohesion. People, it's too easy to point out, like, well, how, that doesn't make sense that, anymore. That, I think that's the biggest thing is that the cohesiveness in phase three, and, and we can probably make the same argument for all of them without actually having to go back and really looking down the list, but like the cohesiveness amongst them doesn't feel the same in phase four. Like these just feels like, I hate to say it, but these kind of feel like affirmative actions where it's like, well, we need a woman lead movie. The MCU. Yeah. We need this Black Widow movie because uh, we, we don't want to be yelled at. So let's yeah. do that. Oh, no, sorry, it's she. like they're, they're scared of being called out on social media, but then they're not listening to social media at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. Definitely like a quantity and a fulfilling a quota than a quality. Yeah. Right. And yeah. equality, yeah. not just... And these, yeah. yeah. And these are like amazing female characters as well. Like you mm-hmm. have so many to play with. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you don't, I mean, And you don't have to dumb down the men to make the women look better either. Like Thor... Yeah. I mean, even when you look at the star studded cast of Eternals, there's no way, there's no reason that movie should have even been on like the cutting block of like if this was good or not. That cast alone was great. (laughs) Star studded cast. And you're like, wow. It's probably their biggest cast, uh, cast that wasn't an Avengers movie. Like they literally had Mm -hmm. talent up and down the board. So let me let me ask you another question. Then we'll 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 move to Dr. Strange. So listen, we got Coming up in this phase, we have Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantum Mania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Marvels, Mm -hmm. Fantastic Four, and Blade. And then we got some season twos for some things. Um, What if season two... what else we got? She-Hulk, uh, Miss Marvel, I Am Groot, Echo, Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Armored Wars, Agatha, um, Spider-Man Freshman Year. I think that's the animated one that they're doing. And Marvel Zombies. Um, and then they got the holiday special for um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's not focus on the series. I just want to make sure I put all the stuff in there for Phase 4. Let's, let's go back to the movies real quick. <laughs> Let's just say, for whatever reason, you missed Black Panther. Do you feel you would have a bit of FOMO if you did? Just now thinking. Like, if Black Panther came out last week and you missed it, do you feel that right now in your heart you will have a little bit of FOMO? Like, man, I can't believe I missed it or I didn't get to see it or whatever. I feel like Marvel's lack of connecting Wakanda in general to the greater story means that I'm going to, as much as I want to say yes, the truth is no. Yeah. And I love Black Panther. It's a great movie, but I don't feel like they've really connected Wakanda to the greater. I mean, it's Wakanda. Like, there needs to be more something. It should be one of the biggest cities in everything. Noah talked about all the time. And it's not mentioned enough in the other, the movies or anything. Like, yeah. And there's a lot yeah. that can be done. With yeah, there's so much. So much. Storm. Yeah, it, it it absolutely feels like, oh, we'll just drop this title and you all going to be happy because it's Marvel. I think, you know, us, whether you're fa- Fairweather comic book fans or just MCU enthusiasts, I think we all look for continuity, but we all look for build. We want a reason to want us to go watch these things. Like mm-hmm. Thor, Love and Thunder, 
I, I I'll be honest. I'll be one of the few people to say I love Thor too. I I did, but going into Thor one, Thor two, Thor three. <laughs> I'm not even sure what am I supposed to emotionally invest in with four Thor four. Like I, I don't know why I need to see it besides the opportunity of being able to see it. Like I don't know why I need to see this film. Mm-hmm. So if I did not see it, which I am like kind of looking at some of my vacation days coming up, I'm also kind of like worried. Like I may not be available to see it when it when when we have our local screening for it. And I'm also thinking like, and I'm not going to be mad, but I can tell you when Infinity War and uh and Endgame oh. came out. I would have missed my firstborn birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Forget that. I, no way I was missing that baby. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, but like, absolutely. The yeah. buildup was there. You felt like there was. Now it's just like, hey, we got all these characters. Let's give everyone some love who mm-hmm. nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> also, the Avengers were all together still in some yeah. way, shape, or form in infinity war and end game right or they were united by the end or you know whatever but once they broke up it's like the whole mcu broke up that's how it feels to me mm-hmm. yeah everybody scattered into their corner of the universe the multiverse yeah. whatever you want to say right <laughs> and um <laughs> and to me right there the possibilities are endless i could write 20 scripts right now that i'm like oh i could play with all these toys now? Yeah. <laughs> I can introduce Reed Richards through the multiverse. I can have an incursion and bring these worlds together. Oh my God, let's do it. I Instead love a good of, prequel too. Give me a prequel. I don't want to wait till 2035 for that to happen. <laughs> for real. Hey, listen, you bring up a good point. I I used to religiously say, God, please just keep me alive so I can make it to in-game. Like, I, I, just anything. I don't. I could die the day after. That's fine. But I need to see that film. Like, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally am on the other end of it. It's just kind of like, I'm not burnt out of the films. Don't get me wrong. I love a good superhero film. I love right. movies, period. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, why am I invested into these when they aren't really giving us reasons to be invested? They're not even invested in the writing, so why should I be invested in the characters? Yeah. 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 They've taken the super out of superhero. Ooh. They need to inject that same level of awe and mm. anticipation and excitement that we that when you saw the first Avengers movie and you were mm-hmm. like, whoa, because that was mm-hmm. like the, that was a groundbreaking movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best quality, whatever you want to say now, because we've had so many since then. But that mm-hmm. was a groundbreaking movie. Mm-hmm. When that first Captain America movie came out, mm-hmm. did that not feel like straight out the comic oh yeah. my even god even iron man <clears throat> iron man oh even, my god you can even go back and, and say blade like the thing about it that these Absolutely. films back in the day you know and not to sound like old timers but like they wanted to create something special so that you yes. had these moments that you will forever remember you talk about avengers one that moment where they all sat and they all landed together and the camera panned around all of them who <laughs> will forget that I got chills when you said that. (laughs) For real. And like, I can't literally go back to anything in the most recent films that we have and say like, 
damn, that was like the icon. I can even go back to like something like Age of Ultron when you had the uh the Vision and Thor and Iron Man mm-hmm. team up against uh against uh Ultron. Like mm-hmm. every film tried to create something special yep. for you to remember the the, mm-hmm. the 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 scene in um in uh Civil War when Black Panther ran down Captain America. Like these things you just remember. You're just like yep. they created something special. I can't think of anything for Black Widow. Like for real, yeah. Eternals. I can't. Obviously, Spider Man. We got something that was legendary. We got yeah. that. Uh, what was the What was the other film in Phase Four? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, Shang Chi. Now, Shang Chi yeah. was a different thing because I just I thought the production, which you know, I, I loved it, Shang Chi. But then when I'm like, okay, as oh, a comic Chi. When you introduce the Dweller in Darkness, then I'm like, okay, so the Fear Lords are coming. Like, yeah. Because the dweller's here, like, and then he looks like a dragon. <laughs> that was my only thing. I was like, mm, I love the movie, but I was like, yeah. so are we going to get mystical now in the MCU? And then I see what we're going to talk about next. And I'm like, let's WTF. Mm-hmm. Let's, 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 let's get into Doctor Strange. We, we, we gave enough of our love hate for <laughs> let's talk about dr strange 2 uh release may 6 uh you all had an early screening there i, I also attended an early screening here so we, we saw it a little bit early before mm-hmm. um the general public so you know uh you know those are opportunities uh we're thankful for we're happy to be able to attend uh get to either be around uh other of our friends cosplayers content creators or critics whatever the uh, mm-hmm. however you respectively attended it um so we can across the board say we went to see it with enthusiasts enthusiasts folks who was very much so. yes. you know what i mean we um, love marvel yeah that's okay. it <laughs> that's it absolutely <laughs> but as of today as we're recording this this is may 25th so uh folks if you're listening to this it's probably going to be may 26th which makes that about 20 days since this film has released which makes that a little bit more than 20 days since we've watched it i think it's very safe to say that the craze the the buzz the the, whatever temptations of others has all kind of settled safe to Hmm. say it's marinated now so now let's talk about now let's give our review how do we really feel about now here's the thing folks because i gotta put some respect on our guest for for tonight I don't know anybody who are bigger fans of the comments in terms of Doctor Strange and uh, surrounding characters. So I know they took this movie personal, which <laughs> I can't even imagine what was happening in the theaters while they were watching. <laughs> Many things. Many things. And I know they're not folks that, regardless of their knowledge of the of the source material and the lore that they're going to call it straight because I I'll be honest I hate folks who just fanboy so hard that they just are oblivious right. to all the things that are right in front of them you know you gotta be flexible yeah yes. yeah but you you know you know some folks man some folks are just like gotta love oh, it because that's what everybody else is doing yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. um yeah. have a mind in your own folks um <laughs> but that, let's 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 get right into it I, I, I I'm gonna I'm start with very simple questions then we're gonna break this down what was your thought? I'm not going to say when you immediately left the theater, 
But when y'all got home, when you kind of kicked the shoes off, sat on the bed, kind of just was just like, you know, whether your commute was 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 difficult getting back, like all of that, just to the point where you realize, like, damn, I saw it. When you got home in that moment, he's like, damn, I saw it. What was that first initial reaction of it? Can I go first? Oh, yeah. Clea, I got my girl, Clea. They did right by Clea. We got Charlize. We got Melody. We got Clea. (laughs) I first person I thought about was you. The only thing that happened in that movie that was good was that I got Clea. Mm hmm. I would still be a happy camper. Let, let me ask you a question real quick, because again, uh, for YouTube's appreciation for the lore, you knew instantly what it was. I knew instantly what it was, but I'm just going to say one out of every 10 person did, oh, which yeah. means nine out of 10 people had no clue what was happening on that last scene. Absolutely. What, what was your reaction to the folks that were like kind of popping crazy about it, but really had no idea of the ramifications? They were quiet. All they heard was, oh my fucking God. Yeah, I screaming and Rebecca going ah, screaming. Yeah, screaming. That's, that's what they heard. They were quiet. <laughs> oh, the people no behind there. us, I think, were like, "Oh, who was that with the with the blonde hair?" And I'm yeah. like, oh, it's Clea!" Like, oh, like, and and everybody yeah. who knows us that was in that theater turned to look at the two of us because they knew that <laughs> we were going to be freaking out. I think I was clutching Jake and I was clutching our friend who was sitting next to us. And I, I think I shed several tears. <laughs> I saw the rumors like two years ago, you know, and like I've been following this movie since it's like conception. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So I was hoping that they were going to go more of the horror route, but then, okay, they switched directors. Okay, well, does that mean we're going to have more direction from Spider-Man to this movie since he's done both? Like, oh, oh this- you, you don't get to make this argument. This is mine. You do not get to make this one. I'm I'm going in on this point. You, you, but it's, <laughs> I'll, it's good I'll gloss over that. <laughs> I'll gloss over that. So I'll leave that to you. So I was like, mm, okay, whatever. Derrickson would have killed it, really killed it, like yeah. on a horror level. <laughs> It was there was some nice little jumpy moments, but I was like, this movie should have been at least forty minutes longer. It was like on a too fast express ride that I did not get to enjoy the sights mm. that I so, was on so, beautiful mountains and but were like snap. Mm-hmm. So so this is how you felt when you when you when you got home you you were instantly critical about it. Oh, when I was watching it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm. How do you do Shumagorath so disrespectful? Okay, Gargante, whatever. Yeah. I like, mean, uh, they did, they okay. did the Marvel pretty bad, too, so there was no they, surprise that this was happening. <laughs> they did, and I'm like, all right, I understand that Wanda's the villain, and I've complained that they didn't give villains more screen time, so yeah. I was 50-50 like, is this a Wanda movie? Is this Wanda Strange? Like, did she move on? Like, what's going on here? But, got, her, got her a new movie coming out and everything. Like, but she killed it. So yeah, I was like, okay. But the ending of how she went out, like, just the temple just crushed. Get, like, what the fuck is that? Like, no. There was no big fight. He's telling Chavez, like, you can do... That was too corny. I'm sorry. That was way too corny. And I know it's his style. I understand. But, like, 
Scott Derrickson. I want to see the Derrickson cut because, like, oh, I want to see the Raimi cut. Release the Raimi cut. Hashtag it right now. Let's it go. would have been like the Evil Dead with. Let's not even get started on those. Okay, so I, I got this is the worst part of the movie for me is the ending of the movie. Hold on, let me let me let me ask you let me ask you a, a question before we get into yeah. it. So so now that we're you know over twenty days out now now how do you feel about the film? Did your feelings change for better for good or the same? It's it's a seven for me. If even that, it's like a week seven, maybe even okay. a six point five. Okay. And I'm being generous. Yeah. Because I love Doctor Strange, and because Clea is in the movie, it's got like five points. <laughs> but it was You're... weak as hell. It was weak. It was Doctor Strange and Mom, Multiverse of Madness, Mom. And yeah. I get it, but if you're gonna name drop Kathon, you should have had her possessed, mm. and given us more of the light. Explain a little. And the bit book, they did the Book of Ashanti so dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Also, signs of things like that that happen based on the first, uh, the the first uh, Doctor Strange and just the how the Aya Akamoto is being handled. But okay, so so Rebecca, so you same different more or, or from your first uh, uh, feeling to now? Oh, definitely more critical now. Um, okay, and I I think it's because I had we we especially Jake and I, but we went into this movie with so much anticipation. So we were happy. I, at least I was happy with whatever I got in that theater in that moment, because I said, finally, I'm getting to see this. Like this was Mm -hmm. my anticipation. I cannot wait. If you spoil it, Mm -hmm. I'm going to kill you kind of vibe. Right. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, you got to see it early. (laughs) So that wasn't going to (laughs) happen. I was pretty good about my spoiler. I was pretty good. I was pretty good. Yeah. But, um, Spaghetti, but now yeah, spaghetti. Huh. Um, but now, I, I wanted more from it, and I keep reminding myself this was supposed to come out a while ago. That's <laughs> a good point. Okay? Uh-huh. In the space of of it of like when it was supposed to come out to now when it is coming out, we had Wandavision, yeah. we had Loki, we had all of these shows that kind of expanded our understanding of everything that's going on here how about the all of the very the aspect of variance in um in loki that that you could have explored Mm -hmm. in such an interesting way it just it kind of felt like well we've seen this we're already past this now and it's such a shame. Um, Why do all his variants look the same? Why is there no one else who's like right? No female doctor, no female strange, like yeah. you know, like right? Sophia I, Strange or something, like right? You bring up a good point about the film. Uh, uh, you know, it being mildly dated. I something else I just seen, and I had to remind myself. Oh, Morbius is another example of just. Oh. It's more than victim. Oh. <laughs> Terrible one-liners in that film, but yeah, definitely uh, another victim of the. Oh, this is kind of dated, you know. And what can we do? The pandemic, you know, was the real villain of all of these things. Um, That's okay, what we have to remember is the pandemic yeah. is all, how much of a part did it played a massive part because you can't have all these people in the same room. They can't all be there together doing the mm-hmm. scene, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like. Okay, so phase four is almost a wash. Yeah. I wish they would have waited almost. Reshot a few things. And they've been waiting long enough. And it's like, I don't think we would have been able to wait that much longer. There would have... 
it's definitely a difficult situation to be in. And, you know, for all the money you put out and all the money you're expecting to receive to then go forward with other things, you know, like if it wasn't again, if it wasn't for the sacrifice of Blade, we wouldn't got, have gotten true. things like an Iron Man and all that going no, forward. You know? true. But, um, so, I, I, yeah, I, I, I want to nitpick a little bit here and I'm going to give it to you all. My biggest thing with the film um and you know i did a I did a review and you know things i like about i'm a big horror fan so i did appreciate some of the horror elements in the film um this was actually built more like a horror film did more like a superhero film so i appreciate it for what they were were trying to do i also felt like they was which makes me kind of look at moon knight and say well that's a little bit underwhelming because like the productions of everything about marvel thus far has been like elevating and elevating and elevating. Now I'm starting to see them kind of starting to sit in a, in a, in a firm position mm-hmm. of just kind of reusing the same style and ways of things. Like there's a bunch of elements in horror in which they did in Moon Knight that you've seen in Doctor Strange and vice versa and whatnot. So, you know, I feel like they didn't reinvent the wheel with some of the horror elements to it, but like they went there. So I was like, okay, cool to see that they actually just said we're going to do horror and we're going to actually go full tilt with it. Um, and for that, it was okay. My my issue, I think, coming with the film, and I, like I'll, I'll go with the Spider-Man thing, you know, um, a lot of folks, I mean, again, Spider-Man, no, uh, no Way Home is phase four but that is sony's out sony yeah like you said jay this was their uh love letter to the spider-mans but to the fans and maybe even tomorrow like thank you (laughs) now we're done you know but uh when you when you think about the psychology of stephen strange going into this and his knowledge yet lack of knowledge of the multiverse i mean first off I hate that fans tried to make this film something it wasn't. Everybody's saying, oh, go watch this, that, and that. And I just totally disagree because I feel like, you know, uh, Captain Carter, the only thing you need to know was that character and that origin of that character came from What If. Well, you're saying, well, watch Loki because variants. Well, what the hell does that got to do with this? <laughs> like nothing. nothing at all. They, right, nothing at all. And, and, and then they say, well, WandaVision, well, the only thing in WandaVision you need to know was what she did at the very end. She started that's reading. That's kids. it. In the mm-hmm. credits. That's it. And that she had kids and they went away and now she's after her kids. So did you really and need you, to watch the series? Yeah, no. you can figure that out by the movie alone. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. This is the continuity issue here. And then you say, well, you have to watch uh, No Way Home. Absolutely not. Because when Dr. Strange was asked about his knowledge of the multiverse to uh, America Chavez, he's like, yeah, you know, I kind of know a little something like I had to say Spider-Man and da da da, and that's it. So basically it tells you that like, well, he pointed that he was in Spider-Man, but actually none of that would happen in Spider-Man and anything that he did in Spider-Man had any ramifications of what happened in the film. So he's like, yeah, I was kind of there, but like that don't really mean anything. Which to me was exactly what I thought about the deal in place with Disney and Sony, where it's kind of like, well, that was a thing, but actually now that he, they're on their own way, it kind of doesn't mean anything now because now they're telling two different stories. So you don't really connect the movie. You just mention it. and It's a glorified uh, Easter egg to some extent. And then that's it. So cool. Doctor Strange multiverse, the, in the multiverse of madness is a standalone <laughs> that even going back to Doctor Strange 1, only thing you learned about was that well, he had a love interest. To me, 
<laughs> this right here was just like, okay, I think people are hyping this up much more than what this film was giving off. And that right there was just part of the disengagement for me because it just was trying to, it was trying to be a film connected to other things, fell miserably, and then as a standalone, also didn't really work. So I'm really conflicted into the built in the psychology of a person who's doing all this because he wants his girl, somebody else who's, who wants their kids in America Chavez, who is just basically this I, I, I almost looking for parents. Yeah, yeah looking for parents. Yeah. For anyone to parent her. She's just looking for somebody. Yeah. So I, to me, the heart, the heart of the movie wasn't there. The continuity between the other movies wasn't there. The whole, like, gotta watch this and all that other stuff. That's his BS. So other than that, I just appreciated it for what the horror did. And I was just kind of like, hmm, okay, that was cool. Seen better horror films. So I actually don't even need to go back and see this then. So I don't know. So underwhelming. Underwhelming, for sure. When I got out, I said, you know, not bad. It, it has Sam's fingerprints on it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But make it Disney. Not bad. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, Disney, Disney yeah. hand was on his shoulder the entire time. Like, do us right, brother. Get, get us right. You know, I you just know want to know who decided <laughs> to make that ending to have him end with the eye like that. And then your post credit is basically the same scene. <laughs> Maybe he changes jacket. He's walking down the block a little more cockier. Yeah, and she. I love. I love that Clea was in it, but that could have been one scene. That so should have been one I, scene. It should have just I, been the end of the movie. I want to know y'all. I, I, I want to know y'all thoughts about this now. Like y'all two go for. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to Silencio Profavor and let you go for it. So, I, let me know as, as the true fans that you are. Break this down. The issues of it and whatever bit of good that you want to praise it on. Go for it. The good is the cinematography. The special effects were nice, things like that. It was nice to see uh, him speak in a different language, using defensive spells, mm-hmm. um, different little touches to the lore. I'm pretty sure that was the bands of Sidorak that killed. They didn't even say who killed him in the first. They didn't even say the name of the monster, which I'm like, okay, you're only going to maybe know who it is if you know the lore. Right. Uh, there's certain things I'm like, okay, well, WandaVision happened, so Agatha's just R.I.P. Where, where's she at? We're gonna have a show about Agatha, but, but what? It's a prequel, so nothing happens after Wanda just tapped her and left her. Uh, the the way that they don't mention anything about Mordo, but then Mordo's all buddy buddy with him in his universe. But what about our universe? That's what I care about. Our universe. I want to know what's going on here. <laughs> The lack of screen time for the other Doctor Stranges infuriated me beyond belief. You give Defender Strange 20 seconds and then he dies. Supreme Strange gets a scene where he's on his knees and dies. You don't even see him. N- nothing. Like, oh, you see the statue dude. of him more than you see yeah. the actual guy. <laughs> I was I was like, okay, great. We got the Illuminati tease, but the trailer already told me that. That destroyed half of my excitement for that. Um, oh, God. That's just... 
not yeah. wanting to, yeah not putting namor in because he's gonna be in black panther it's like okay well you could have put a different version couldn't you it's a multiverse did it really matter if he's gonna be in the movie or not they had plans yeah, you, you, you did it with captain marvel and yeah. they they did it with captain marvel they have uh fantastic four in there you have x-men in there so why can't we have a character who we're gonna get to get us hyped like oh that's namor Oh, but there's also going to be an Amor in that. Is it the same one? Is it not? Who gives a shit? We're going to be hyped. Give us what we want. Mm-hmm. The no Iron Man in there, but the Ultron bots and not explaining anything about them. Or I or, was like, or the no chair that, that wasn't taken out. I don't know if you peeped that, but there was an additional chair. If 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 there was mm-hmm. an extra chair up there, and Professor X comes up in his own chair, obviously, who the hell is in that other chair that I didn't discuss up there? Yeah, is that Doctor Strange's chair that nobody wants to replace as a, as a, oh, you know, we're given a sign to whatever? Get the fuck out of here. Because now maybe that was Mordo's chair and he was yeah. stuck down in the basement, you know, when he got <laughs> jumped on. The ending, the lack of fight scene at the end, no Doctor yeah. Strange redemption. It's a Doctor Strange movie, not Wanda deciding I fucked up and now I, I my kids don't want yeah. me and I feel yeah. – I, I'm happy for that, but there should have been some kind of fight scene, some kind of battle at the end. And it just crashes on her. And then with the she used magic to teleport or someone took her away. But if someone took her away, then why wasn't she possessed? So what does she just disappear? Because she's not dead. And that lack of cohesiveness at the end to have the Clea scene. You could have just had him get the eye and then be on the ground and she pops up like, you cause an incursion and you look like you need some help. You help me with this and I could teach you about that. And he's like, all right, cool. Takes her hand, boom, dips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. do whatever post-credit for the future. But they don't even have a fucking plan. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they went on that retreat. <laughs> to me, I feel like there's a difference between doing something accidentally and doing something with intention, right? You can make something intentionally look bad and then, and you understand why it looks bad, right? If you unintentionally make it look bad, there's no purpose to it. There's no, uh, there's no uh, meat behind it to support that. And it just falls flat and you're like, well, okay, that's, that's just bad. You know, there's no reason for it to be bad and it's just bad. And I feel like there were a lot of moments that that particular idea was echoed to me in this movie is the simp, simp Stephen Strange is what this movie was. <laughs> they took they Stephen made Strange's him... cojones away. That's oh, how I had... feel. Oh, my they took God. Wong's cojones away. I've been waiting for Clea since the first movie. Like, who's this Christine chick? Yeah. Like, oh, thank God it was not Christine. I would have had an, uh, the, the, an attack. If the was chemistry Christine. was just not there. No. Yeah, I hate to say it, but like, um, phase I guess we can say phase one and two um love interests are were clearly nothing but props mm-hmm. 100%. just just like hey that person I mean they even joked about it in age of Ultra where they were just like so where's your girl uh she kind of uh and then oh where's your girl uh she's kind of uh, and I'm just like oh so all it's- you all are just tossing them away or they're just running along huh hmm. <laughs> it just fulfills and like because I'm I'm a woman here, right? It just fulfills the like, I'm a man, so I need a woman kind of uh, yeah. trope. And how yeah. about I am a woman who can 
stand on my own, but I also don't need to uh, flaunt it around like that. I don't know. Yeah. I think that uh, it's to cool. make them like too bossy in the MCU, right? They make the women are almost too like yes. aggressive sometimes. Yeah. And like, over not the top. Like there's a problem with an aggressive woman. We love, we stand all women, right? But right. It's, but it's, there's it's, a way of doing it. They it, dumb down the men mm-hmm. and they make the women over the top. There's they do it to both. It's like yeah. instead of just letting them shine, you don't have to dumb down. Like you don't have to make Thor so stupid. Yeah, there, there's right. there's definitely times where you can tell that again, affirmative action and or just like this whole mm-hmm. like. It's true. Yeah, I, it feels we fake. To, we need to check. We fake. need to check these boxes. Off. I mean, like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Now, the the worst scene in all of MCU happens uh-huh. to be the collective gathering of all the women superheroes on the battleground against the most forced scene <laughs> in the MCU. It was so like. I, listen, for me, I'm like, okay, Wanda, Captain Marvel. Oh, this is. Oh, hold on. Vop, vop, oh, oh all of them i'm like oh my god dude what are they doing like you can see this from a mile away that they're just trying to appease the folks in in terms of saying like oh we need to have a scene for the women and like make them all team up together and have this little moment and whatnot it's informative how about you give dr strange a movie and you give scarlet witch a movie yeah, well, Scott, Scott, Scarlet Witch has earned her a movie, as they say. That's in the works right now, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, regardless of they're going to run these movies until the day we die and be reincarnated and then die again. Like they're going to run these forever. <laughs> I just want to just, you know, I, I think these films still need to remember why they were special in the first place. You know, don't do the films because you feel like you got to. Don't do the films because, you know, you need to appease a certain audience and you need to check boxes and stuff like that. You know, yes, to be culturally aware of things, to have proper representation, but to do it without it being like segregation, like, hey, these people are gay, so make sure they got like flags on them. Like, don't, we don't want, and I'm not saying that Marvel's Mm -hmm. is, 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 I'm not, accusing them of tampering um not to say that they're completely hands clean to that but (laughs) let's just say like just do the films and just make things special and get back to what made these films special first in the first place go for it i feel like eternals the the cast of characters that eternals had in it had that potential right it had that potential you had all different kinds of people that were in the Eternals. You had a gay character. You had a deaf character. Yeah. You had um, a manly man kind of character. And you had a more uh, kind of shifty man kind of character. You had an Asian yeah. woman. You you had so many different... You, and you had Athena, uh, who was a little mentally uh, tra- traumatized. Yeah, she was a and I will also go as far as saying she was she was the lead without a crutch. She was revered, you know right. that she was right. she was written strong. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. they they definitely got that right. <laughs> they they had so much potential, even with having a woman as kind of like their leader, right, Salma Hayek's character. But yeah, she was she was actually it was just yeah, so it. it was and that's not... a gender flip. That's a gender flip from the comic. Yeah. So again, they flip something. Mm-hmm. It worked. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the cast was like they had something for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I just you know, let's 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 get away from this woke culture in terms of saying like, oh, I'm so aware of everything, so I got to do everything right by the books. I mean, like we're human, so folks are we're still going down um, situations and stuff to further educate and to further spread the education around. But like, you can tell who's trying to do something and being genuine with it, and you can clearly tell when something's mm-hmm. tampering. Walmart motherfucker with their Juneteenth ice cream. No one asked for that, by the way. But that's a conversation for another. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh like, thank God. you. We get it. It's a it's a holiday. We appreciate it. But like, come on now. No They're profiting one off of a holiday that they really have no interest in. If you had the choice, would you recast T'Challa or would you make it Shuri or whatever they're gonna do? Um, I would. So I'm just a huge chat with Bozeman fan. Um, he is a real life superhero. I commend him in everything Absolutely. he's ever done. Yeah. And I'm going to ride with him, and for the, to the day I die. In terms of him understanding that this character is alive, it's always bigger than me. This character, I did my justice with this character. So the character should live. There's no way in the world you're going to tell me a, a guy who either made everybody sign NDAs or he just completely kept it so in-house about him dying that he's going to say, oh, and by the way, when I die, I don't want nobody to play that character. He That's never right. wanted to make it about him. So why is everybody trying to make it about him? Yeah, they didn't even know. Mm-hmm. He literally didn't want it about him. That's why it hurt so many people. Like deny, like it was just like you know, and um and um what's her name? You know, people that were his sisters, you know, and brothers mm-hmm. and sisters. Like he never wanted it about him. He never asked for attention. He mm-hmm. clearly could have came out and said, you know what, I'm doing bad. I probably got this much time left, et cetera, et cetera. He went out on the terms. He went out. He got bullied. Never said nothing about it. He donated yep. back to the HBCUs. He did things. He left an impact. I cannot sit here and say that he would have said, yeah, please make this about me and retire the character now that I'm gone. It doesn't even make sense. So absolutely recast. Absolutely yeah. recast. And I've, I've even gotten a theory of two people I think would be actually pretty good mm. at recasting. I don't think you go with a big name. Right. Because big name would then create big expectations. Mm-hmm. So I think you go with somebody who is acting much like him, acting their ass off, but not really getting a lot of big mainstream attention, you know, much like Brie Larson, somebody who, you know, got an Oscar from the movie Room. And then you're just like, oh, Marvel is like, oh, cut her a chat. We need her in there. Send her a chat with both. Now, I wasn't sure. Was it 42? Or was it get on up? I forgot what it was, but it was something that got him attention, picked mm. him up. I think a good person is somebody who's athletically built, good enough acting. I would also say African descent and, and, and is on their way up. And I also think, you know, for, for, for cutting a check, somebody that should not be that much of a, um, uh, of, of, of a line on, on their line of rosters of how many people they got to pay somebody who's not going to cost them that much. You know, Mm -hmm. the person I think about is Kerry Washington husband, Namdi Asunwa, ex-football player he was in the movie uh uh last night in my was last night miami i'm forgetting the name of it uh let me look at the same before yeah yeah Yeah. he is he's he he's what you want in terms of the bill i think in Mm -hmm. acting i think for somebody who's not a big name but when you see him like oh i do remember him from that you know yeah Um, yeah oh i can see it i can see it i just googled a picture of him Totally. Yep. So let me 
Let me check this out real quick. Uh, and I think that uh, I think he would do it. I think he would. I think he could actually do it. So I actually think they should recast. Um, and I think they're going to hold this film in a sense of like not making it. I mean, even with it coming out soon, we're going to get a trailer at some point. We're going to talk about the, le- the our last topic in a second. I don't think you make it a big thing. I think I think you let the movie talk. I think you let the movie do the work. And I don't think by us not knowing much of the details thus far, and that movie's coming out this year, I think that's good. This yeah. is the movie. This is the movie I think is going to recapture the Marvel magic for me. Not because I'm just a huge Black Panther fan, but because I think that you're doing it that represents the 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 whole family everybody involved mm-hmm. with this mm-hmm. and you obviously know that the biggest thing you need to do is the tribute and respect to Chadwick and I think for somebody who wasn't flashy somebody who did not ever make it about self who didn't like the big publicity around things and whatnot he did the bread carpets for sure you know you know he, he did mm-hmm. those things uh moved in silence you know I, I don't I don't I, I think you you want to keep that in mind and I think you know for 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 any bit of, you know, comparison to the same scenario in terms of like Fast and Furious for Paul and doing everything for Paul Walker and making sure it's in tribute mm-hmm. to Paul Walker and keeping him alive, I think you do the same thing for him. Now, if the question is, you know, it, you don't kill Black Panther. You keep him alive, you recast it, and you just keep going on with the story and you just make yeah. it a thing. Do they introduce this new Black Panther immediately? No. I think you somewhere near the third act of the film is when you say... Do something crazy like oh, T'Challa's t- t- back, and there, and then like, can you imagine if a film you watch a Black Panther for an hour and thirty minutes of a two-hour film, and near that an hour and forty mark, forty-minute mark, you hear somebody say T'Challa's back. Mm-hmm. That last twenty minutes is going to be the craziest twenty minutes of mm-hmm. any Marvel movie. Period. Hopefully, he puts some work to get himself that credit that he's going to need to match mm-hmm. that legacy because. Yeah. Sure, and I think I think somebody like him will. I mean, you know, with yeah. his wife being in the game, with him um, mm-hmm. been making um, I, great performances from, from his work, I, I think he will. And I think anybody realizes that, like, if you're not going to do it for the fans, you're damn sure going to do it for Chadwick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first Black Panther movie held such magic for me that that movie reinvigorated so much of my love for Marvel. I think. Yeah, um yeah. and i i hope that this one does too keep us yeah. in the dark about it i'm fine with that after dr strange i'm fine with being kept in the dark yeah yeah, you know? yeah. Um, they need more of that some more mystery you know like i'm happy to like killmonger was a great villain in the first movie i loved everything yeah. about the first black panther but namor oh i love namor and they Oh, I, I'm just praying that they do him better than they have Gore looking. <laughs> Let's talk about the the Thor trailer that just released. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder is on oh. the way. The, the trailer released this previous Monday. Let's just give our quick reactions to it. Start with you, Rebecca. What you? How you feeling? What you thinking? Are you excited or are you kind of meh about it? I. See, I come at it from the perspective of being Jake's girlfriend and knowing how much he loves Gore and how much he has always loved Gore. And like, oh, I can't wait till we get Gore the God Butcher. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then we get this. 
And it's Avidi Kadivi instead of Avada Kedavra because he looks like Voldemort. And it's like, it's just, um, I, I just feel, I feel... I'm, I feel like I'm crying right. Now. I might be crying right now. Honestly, yeah, you, you. I think your eyes are a little. Messy. I am. That's how hurt. And I love Christian Bale, yeah. but he looks like Valak from the Nun. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I can't yeah. see anything else. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm happy that Jane Foster is buff. I love it. I just, yeah. I love all of that. Yes. Yeah. Yes to buff women in the in the mcu hell yeah um but again i'm always worried is it going to be that like woke approach where it's like we have to make sure that everything is done to the women we gotta do it feminism and it's like i want a genuine feeling of it and not we have to do this because everybody's going to crucify us if we don't yeah, you know, I want it to come from a, a genuine place of care and respect for the character, and not just, um, mm-hmm. well, we're putting her in because she's a woman, and we need more. Yeah, women. Our quota. Mm. Mm. Um, let me correct myself real quick. Uh, the last movie I seen him in wasn't One Night in Miami. It was actually because these films actually came out around the same time. It was Sylvie's love when he was across from Tessa Thompson. Uh, they were love interests of one another. And then he also was in the film The Banker, which put him across from Anthony Mackie and oh. Samuel L. Jackson. Sir, you're already in the company oh, of these yeah. Marvel folks. Wow. I, it just it just needs to happen again. Yeah, that sounds like they might have already had a conversation so you know. Maybe you know how Samuel L. Jackson is. He knows when anyone's in it. He just knows, apparently. <laughs> he is the whisperer. He is. He's like, you, you doing Marvel? You look like you're doing Marvel. I can smell Marvel off you. I I'd also smell love the, I can smell the mouth. See you. Oh yeah. Kinda oh like- yeah. About about time for her to be queued mm-hmm. up or something. Uh, Jake, I think you. I, I feel like you have some uh, decompressing you want on this on this Thor trailer, and I feel like there's there's some unleft uh, uh, things left unsaid that you want to actually get off your chest now. So, like, watching the first teaser before the trailer, I was more excited than I am now. So the teaser felt like, okay, cool. But then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, this is Thor Love and Thunder, a.k.a. Thor 4. And my man is still trying to find out who he is in this game. Like, (laughs) how long is this journey? How, like, what is, how stupid have they made the God of Thunder that it... It just feels like a joke almost. Like it's like a, I thought Ragnarok was this movie already. We already got him, you know, finding who he is. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. so then he went through that. Okay, he happened with Thanos. Be, the whole thing happened. He became fat. Then didn't he just find out who he is again? Like this is a repeat. And then I'm watching the trailer, and I'm just like, okay, cool. We're getting Zeus. We're getting Olympics. Okay. And then I see Gore, and I'm like, okay. It's Christian Bale. Let me just pray. Let me just keep that in mind. I love Christian. He's going to do a great job. I, I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at him and I'm just like, I, I just can't get past the nun. And then I see him fighting Valkyrie and I'm like, this is bullshit. Valkyrie can't go one on one with Gore, the God Butcher. I'm like, it takes 
three Thors and they don't even went. No, I'm not. I can't. I, I can't do this. Like, this is like she said. It's like you're feeding in, like pandering to the people. You're giving us a little bit. But it's like, oh, you know, we got to give it to the girls because, you know, it has to be. We can't have Gort beating up the women now. That's not good. Oh, we just can't do that in our movie. He's a god butcher, not a male butcher. He's killing everybody. He's killing child gods. He's killing everyone. He should be smashing Valkyrie across the <laughs> Okay, she's got Zeus's lightning bolt, which means something's going to happen to him, which uh, that's okay. You're already giving that away now in the trailer. <sighs> yeah. And right. just, like, it felt kind of corny the way he, him and Thor were interacting. I'm like, this feels like a bromance almost. Like, what are they going to hug? Yeah, they try to do that a lot with Thor. They oh, they yeah, give him give him some cojones, give him back. They've taken them away. He needs them back. Put the super back in superhero. And then are you gonna are you gonna have anything with Loki whatsoever in this movie, or is he just like MIA? Uh, (laughs) I tell you really quickly, then we'll get ready to wrap up on the trailer. I thought I, I thought the. Should I say the build of the trailer uh, was good with the narration and whatnot? But I'm yeah. always like, we, 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 I think we're starting to give too much in trailers for films that you know people are going to watch regardless. Mm-hmm. So teasers are good, but I also think t- trailers should just be extended teasers. Yes. And trailers shouldn't be like, well, let me try to lure you all into the movie by trying to give you the most convincing scenes from it. Like the Illuminati should have never been in. Absolutely. Should never been in never. the Dr. Strange trailer. Yeah. Um, I'll just say this about Gore here. There's already been rumors, or should I say, there's, there's already been a hot take that this is going to be the best villain in all of the MCU. And I'm just not going to buy into that one at all. I think Christian Bale is amazing, but I also think that there has been really other good actors who played villains, and I'm always going to lobby for Vulture being uh, my favorite, and probably the best, to be honest, and I mean, we don't even want to get do we count the Netflix villains? Because there's an argument to be made there, too. Oh, yeah. Um, But, um, you know, I, you know, we'll we'll see. I, I like a good villain who has their intention set and they stay. Yeah, he's not a one he's not a one movie villain gore. Yeah. Oh, and we we know how that's gonna it's gonna be like Malekith. We're gonna be like, oh this is his most formidable threat and he just gets washed easily, you know. We know and that's coming. why I'm praying oh, that they don't do that to Kang. It's always happening. We know mm. it's coming. Kang um, needs to be an Avenger level three. You can't do that to Kang too. It's like God, uh, you have these amazing villains. Hire a fan. I'll I'll do this for like a fraction of what they're getting paid. Get me let me go to the premiere and I'll write it for free. Like yeah. <laughs> God, please like this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. We're starving out here. Yeah. I don't know, man. I really do like um Michael Keaton and just because he's this legendary actor and his vulture out this thing around he's yeah, he not appreciated great. enough. He was you know, he had his he had his whole plan and stuck to it. You had these other villains like Otron that says, Yeah, I need to do this, this, and that. Now I hate Tony Stark, so that's all I care about now. I was like, Okay, whatever. Basically, I hate my dad. Yeah, <laughs> that was Ultron. Yeah. I hate my dad and now I'm gonna destroy the world because yeah. he showed me YouTube. 
I I even liked Wanda as the quote unquote villain in Doctor yeah. Strange. Elizabeth Olsen killed it. Oh, she, she was awesome. She yeah. played so many different aspects of that. And you know, as I think Jake said this before, we never get enough time with the villains. Yeah. You know, let us get to know them. That's what mm-hmm. I think that's what kind of makes Loki's stay in the MCU so special to me. I love I really love Loki is because you've seen him change from aha, I'm a villain, you know, to now he's He's like emotionally compromised, dealing with trauma. He's been through a lot. Yeah, Yeah. Loki Loki is like the Vegeta of the MCU. You see him go through it all. Exactly. (laughs) And and he managed to stay relevant this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, how many villains can we say have done that? He meant he still is relevant. He had his own TV show. Like, yeah. And it was awesome. On, On one hand. That's how many we can count. Right. Anywho, <laughs> folks, <laughs> thank you too again for joining me talking in, about the summer of Marvel, the craze, Doctor Strange, and Thor, the trailer, and all things phase four. <laughs> uh, we got to do this again. Um, looking forward to seeing you two very soon here thank in the Washington, D.C. area. Oh, yeah awesome con you know we're going to be getting us some korean barbecue and whatnot so just be ready for that um folks check them out both on instagram at jake underscore cosplay at ribs with a z della disco give them some love give them a um follow and if you see him at the con say hello ask for a picture please do not approach people without asking them and just yeah. jumping in there. Be respectful of people play, uh, spaces and places all that. Um, but they as you heard earlier in the show they have a whole entire lineup so you know whether you want to do a quick team up or something with them or you just come in in regular clothes you want a picture, come get it done. Um, and beware don't come trying to talk Dr. Trades you're thinking you're going to get a quick tidbit and walk away. They're passionate about this, so be ready. Have your boxing gloves on because it's going to go down with them, but yeah, um, it's a pleasure to have the two of you all. I cannot wait to see you, and thank you for joining us, folks, for another episode of That Pop, the new pop culture podcast here at Big Gold Belt Media. We'll be back. I guess we'll be back for Thor. I think that's the next big one coming. There may be some other things, but I think more than likely we might be coming back for Thor, talking Thor, talk, talking Miss Marvel, or whatever other news may come about. So we'll mm-hmm. see what it is. But stay locked. Get all your information at BigGoldBelt.com, and we will see you soon. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Thank you.